Hey guys, producer Doug here. Um, just reminding you to go to Kickstarter and search for Tethered by Letters to join their Kickstarter for a free editing program. We support them, they support us. After that, enjoy the show. to no applause just the clap i've already forgotten the intro i'm doug and with me is deb the we are was you yelling at me last night <laughs> way to touch my butt good fellas it was hey good fellas way to accidentally touch my accidentally touch my butt which um, i did you were good fellas because you pretty much just Freak. smeared uh garlic all over yourself it was glorious it was really good and i wanted some garlic dip i know the weird part is you didn't even finish it it's pretty rich. It looked rich. I was going to say, it only has three ingredients, and two of them are mayonnaise and cheese. Guess what the third is? Cheese. Garlic. Fuck. Really? So, yeah, it's, it's insanely rich. So, I mean, I think, yeah. I, I don't, if anybody can ever go to town on a whole one of those, I'm going to be surprised. Challenge accepted. Okay. So, uh, we're, we're back to basics this week. We're going old school. It's just me and Deb. We are son Lizzie. Lizzie is recovering from a week of work work in Vegas. Well, and he had bright lights. Pretty lights is tonight. Or whatever. Yeah, pretty night. the pretty light show is tonight. Is it pretty lights or bright lights? It's pretty lights. Oh. Wow. That's why my coworkers kept looking at me weird. So I'm like, yeah. That's why your coworkers kept looking at you weird? Well, also I sing a weird song at work, but... Um, well, apparently none of them have ever heard it. Only I hear it. Do you, do you want to sing it for the podcast or no? I feel like we should wait and record it and put it out as a bacon bite. I think it should be like a whole episode of Dan where we like, deconstruct it and wonder where I came up with it all. I actually do, I, I do, I do wonder where you came up with I, it. I, I think actually, it's pretty awesome. It's, it's very 90s like uh, song breakdown. Oh, yeah. It's it's uh, it's super Amy Mann. Um, <laughs> what? What? Um, but, uh, no. Um, yeah, it's moving on. I sing a weird song to myself all the time. Um we dive in or do we, we want to talk about how you don't want my stuffed animal that right? llama she has a stuffed llama it's an alpaca um, not a euphemism and it's uh, an alpaca chew oh do you remember that alpaca game I was playing yeah I don't still play it I was just bringing it up the one where you had the weird llama with all the heads that smoked uh huh yeah but no these are alpaca chews they're Thanks. not technically llamas South Korea um no, that that is a well. It's the okay. Now it's just it's doing the thing. She's turned it in a way that it's actually looking at me. But you can tell that it's probably like looking at me through the peripheral. Peripheries. Yeah. No. Okay. Now it's staring at me, and I'm gonna slap it. It's Get it away. Stuffed animal. Now I feel like we should take a picture of the stuffed animal. We will later. Um, leave it out so I remember. I was stroking it like it was a cat, and you know, telling Doug that I expected him to die. But, you know. There, it's facing away from you. Are you happy? One eye still staring at me. It doesn't have a butthole. It doesn't have a butthole. So what's on the whiteboard? <laughs> so much. This is so old school, it's ridiculous. Uh, while it's fresh so in your mind. So moving on. Like I said, moving on. So while it's kind of fresh in your memory, I made you watch the really weird Windows 10 advertisements that they've been doing with all the different ethnic babies. Well, I now, say toddlers, but you know what I mean. No, they were babies. Well, they were walking. I think. No, some of them were crawling. Okay. They were babies. Yeah. Um... 
You and I have radically different um, issues with this. Well, I have issues with it, one, because of exactly what you said. To think that they'll do Windows 10 their entire fucking life. Well, the fact that they're like like one or two, and they're like, this is a generation that will, you know, will use Windows, Windows 10. 10. No, it won't. It'll use Windows 1X or whatever they're going to call fucking 11 or 12 or whenever they skip a fucking number. Well, like I was going to say, what's the next version of Windows Vista that's coming out? Nine. No, um, they skipped mine. But Windows was... German for no. By the way, did I tell you that Hefe and I it's decided... It's a hilaricost. No, that Hefe and I decided if we ever wrote an autoerotic novel, it would be called uh, Dial H for Hitler. Yeah, there's a it's lot of layers... Autoerotic? Oh, like the... yeah, like just alone. Okay. So you're basically making like, all right, Hitler wink porn. Cool. Oh yes, because I'm totally going to follow through on that idea. Well, maybe something I'll do for Mr. Wright. Like I said, dial H for Hitler. So I was alone in my bunker. Ava was taking. Never mind. I'm gonna go. Oh uh, wow, that yeah. got really. Okay, yeah, that, anyone I, who's moving on. I was going so, to say she was taking a bathroom break. So you watched the Entourage movie? Uh, yeah, I almost kept going in a German accent. Like, when we ring the bell, we become German! No, um, I miss Craig Ferguson. And um, now we dance. <laughs> Sprockets. Yeah. Um, so I watched the Entourage movie. Um, actually not it. that bad! I, I still want to, I just haven't gotten around to it. It's not out yet, Did right? you... No. Okay. Uh, did you watch the show? Yeah, of course. Um, you see the payoff with Sloan and E's baby? Are they together, or do they just have a baby? Yes. So both? Well, they end up, yeah, reconnecting through Lamaze as some guy hits on E during the Lamaze class. It's weird. Um, apparently Vince is a great fucking director. Okay, but the whole teaser they did on the movie that he was making where he was like the rebel DJ, like, yeah, uh, cracked me the shit up. Yeah, apparently it's like, he's up for a shit ton of golden gloves by the end of the movie. Like, apparently it's Argo. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's... Okay. Um, it was weird seeing uh, Haley Joe Osment as um, the, like, rich oil Texan spoiled child Okay, I told you he was really character. I told you he was really good in uh, All Go Down With You, which is the time travel one that I was telling you about. Uh, uh, uh. But um what, what's going on with Ari? What's Ari up to in the Entourage movie? Well Ari is now the head of a studio. He went from being talented okay. Well he well, yeah oh and by the way that is easily one of the best cameos was um Kelsey Grammer when uh, Ari flips out and has to go back to like therapy <laughs> and uh, he's walking in as Kelsey Grammer's walking out and he's like hey Kelsey how's it going and he's like and Kelsey Grammer goes I'm fucked apparently and you're fucked or you wouldn't be walking in here so we're both fucked and he just like keeps on walking like it's awesome it's just beast dropping F-bombs alright it's great uh, Mark Wahlberg's camera is really funny too I don't get your love of Mark Wahlberg. I don't know why I have one. Like, all of a sudden, he's the new Nick Cage. 
Well, remember I was telling you about that whole game about Wahlberger Cage and try to guess the movie based on just the premise? Yeah. Where I was like, he has to take down trees. Am I talking about a Nicolas Cage movie or a Wahlberg movie? Wahlberg. Yeah, but you know that. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, if I was just talking to a, a, a layman, like, that'd be a great game. Wahlburger Cage. They make ridiculous make, goddamn movies. You want to make somebody go to the Wahlburger Cage? Yeah, I don't know what we'd call that game. Let's not brainstorm it. Um, Let's not work on that. But no, I actually really, if, if you liked if you liked the show, you'll like the well, movie. It's a show that you'd love to hate, you know what I mean? Turtle lost a lot of weight to make fun of that. No, he, he lost a lot of weight, like, almost directly after the show, the actor, um, I mean. He ends up banging, uh, what's her name, 34 seconds. Ronda, Ronda Rousey? Okay. She's in Can it. Can we talk about that for a second? Because the chick that she beat the shit out of kind of was fucking asking for it. She talked shit about her dad who committed suicide. No wonder she put her down in uh, less than a Did you see minutes. when they were doing, like, the weight-in bullshit? Yeah. And she was, like, lift, like, she was the first one to lift her fist, and Ronda Rousey's like, 34 seconds, bitch. Like I said, she was fucking asking for it. Like, don't, don't. Uh. Oh, Lizzie would be so happy you just said that. What, that she was asking for it? Mm-hmm. She was asking for... Oh, God, there's such a <laughs> The way she was dressed, the way she was acting, she was asking for it. I'm not throwing it at you. <laughs> I'm just going to make it stare at you. Oh, my God, that's worse. Yeah, I know. Well, I don't like you, Lava. You know, there's three more on the shelf. I can arrange them in several places so you're being watched uh, from all sides. You're the Emperor's creepy groove. Wow, that was hilarious. Uh, so, both of us watched the new Wet Hot American Summer first day of camp. Goddamn right. And then I rewatched the movie. Because it made me want to watch the movie. Uh, I didn't rewatch the, the weird movie. I did, however, watch the making of that they just put up on Netflix. Ooh. It's called uh, Hurricane of Fun. Nice. Making of Wet Hot American Summer. And it's really interesting to see how young everybody is. Like, Bradley Cooper's like, yeah, this lined up really well because it started shooting a few days after graduation. Which graduation is he talking about? I really When you're talking about the making of... The, the movie. The, the movie, not the series. Because he was a then unknown. Because I was talking oh, yeah. to my mom about it, and I was like, this is huge. And she's like, why Why is it a thing? And I'm like, because it had a then unknown Bradley Cooper, then unknown um, Amy Poehler. Mm-hmm. Like, no, the list Those was... are really the big, well, I mean, oh, Chris Milani, I guess. So no, he, ended he, up on... he wasn't unknown. He'd already started doing Law and Order at that point. By the time of the movie? Yeah. Okay. It just wasn't as popular. I mean, it got popular later on. But yeah, he had already started doing Law & Order. Did you like his character development in the series? <laughs> Especially considering that he grew a beard in, like, less than a day? Well, less than a day? It was less than 90 seconds. Because if you look at the timing of everything on that episode, it's literally, I'm sorry, the, the series of First Day of Camp. It all happens within 24 day, hours. Yeah. So, <laughs> at one point, which Jimmy Garofalo and uh, is it, uh, Jason Schwartzman take on the government and they're like, we'll see you in trial in an hour. And I'm like... With Mike and Sarah as their lawyer. Which is awesome. And that was a Especially great payoff with him. mustache jokes. Well, it was a great payoff with him, uh, him getting shot by um, the Falcon. That was Jason Schwartzman then. And Michael Sarah. Oh, they both got shot. Because okay. they're not in the movie. Oh, that's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They killed everyone that wasn't in the movie. And then you have, you actually get to see H. Sean Benjamin 
as a, I was going to say, as a person as before he's a can of. Avengers. You find out the 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 origin of the can. Um, Alba can of vegetables. Um, I liked the fight scene between uh, Gene and the Falcon, John Hamm. Yeah. Because it was John the Hamm. most. Oh my God. So it was funny. the most David Wayne awkward fight scene I've ever seen. Especially when he gets what the bucket on his head and then starts like feeling up the refrigerator. At one point, yeah. Yeah. You find out that that's where his love of the refrigerator starts coming in. And now I'm gonna hump this refrigerator. Um, and Molly Shannon and all of her weird relationships. Which was great because like, they kept making all the marriage jokes and they're like, where's Ron? Where's Ron? Where's Ron? There's Ron. Uh, Judah Freelander. Forgot he was in the movie. Uh, it's really funny because he's actually ended up, I mean, he was on 30 Rock, but he's made a lot more of a name for himself as a writer than as an actor. Judah Freelander? Yeah. Um, still fucking funny as hell. Um, no, I really liked First Day. I really liked First Day Camp. I mean, I think they kind of captured the spirit of the movie. I'm really sad they didn't have anything else about the indoor kids. I will say that uh, Showalter, he got fat. A few people on that cast put on a lot of weight. Marino didn't. No, Marino looks exactly the same. Marino looks good. David Wayne looks good. Marino, he had the perm again. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So funny. And did you like the weird random love story between Michael Ian Black and Bradley Cooper? Well, because they get married in the movie. But I'm just saying, you know, the build-up to that when they're in the zoot suit singing the song. And they're like, what? 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 Nothing. Yeah. What? Nothing. Um, my zoot suit. Yeah, the Electro City joke. Oh, my God. Do you realize that they had three people from Mad Men on that show? They had John Hamm. Mm-hmm. They had John Slattery as the uh, coach who bangs Amy Poehler. And uh, did you like his 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 mask work joke in the beginning when he does the Willy Wonka? No, does the Willy Wonka? Yeah. Well, he fails at doing the Willy Wonka. But uh, and then he takes off the two masks. Yes. Well, it's the sad mask and then the happy mask, and you're like, oh my god. It's called mask work. Um, and then uh, one of uh, Josh Charles's cronies at uh, Camp Tiger Claw. That's right. That is, is one Rich of the, Summer. Yeah. Camp Tiger Claw. They're ruining our way of life. Which I didn't realize. Like once again, like I hadn't watched the movie in so long. They talk about Camp Tiger Claw in the first movie. It's in passing. It's established. Well, that they're Michael Showalter like gives the rousing speech where he's like, "We're just a ragtag under like underdog team, and let's like let's beat the rich kids from Tiger Claw." Like, what are you saying? They're like, "We don't really want to play," and then you're like. The Tiger Claw kids drive up in a school bus, and Michael Showalk, uh, Showalter walks up to them, and he's like, they don't really want to play, and they go, oh, well, we don't either, and he goes, okay, well, never mind then, like, and that's literally... Did you like the Showalter dressing up as a woman, pretending to shit in other people's swim trunks gag? Loved it. I was... Penny, pa- Patty Pancakes, I think was Something it? like that. It was, I was just so weird, yet endearing at the same time. Him as Ronald Reagan was weird. Alright, we should probably probably move on. Though John Hamm's awesome. He's lost a lot of weight. Well, you know, he went rehab to rehab that, and yeah. not drinking. Well, then enough makes me want to drink. Uh, um, so I started finally reading the Jim Butcher uh, Dresden books again, and I was just finishing the last couple pages of Changing. I mean, sorry, Changes when you came in. 
I was thinking about it, and the thing that I find weird about the series is I started reading these books, the Harry Dresden books, around the same time I started reading the Anita Blake books, and these books just keep getting better and better, and now her books are just fucking trash. The Anita Blake stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the whole thing was like she couldn't or wouldn't have sex or something. Yeah, was and she, then was now she has sex and gets powers or something. She has sex with like fucking everybody, and it used to be about good plot and action, and it's not anymore. It's horrible. And like I said, his books just they they build. Like, admittedly, when I went through the book throwing phase, I did throw one of his books because the end of the book, the character change is a little bit too extreme. But he actually went back and explained that two books later, and I'm like, "You smoke bastard! Did you do that on purpose, or are you just trying to fix a mistake?" Didn't there was a show? Was there it? was a show. I was going to uh, say Paul Blackthorne yes. played. Uh, he played Dresden, Harry yeah. Dresden, the, the lead. You like that? Um, I like the show okay. The problem is his books are very sweeping, overarching stories. Mm. So the way that they played it as kind of a monster of the week, I didn't think it was a good fit. Needs to be a bit more of a Game of Thrones thing. Like I said, it would have to be either movies or it would have to be a series with very specific seasonal plots, not just monster. A bucket of the week. season type of thing. Like once again, Game of Thrones. I admit that you know Buffy didn't start out that way. It was a lot of monster of the week, but later on, it was very much the overarching plot. Oh yeah, yeah. So like I said, no, it, it was fine. It wasn't successful enough. Me. They actually also have Buffy a like I said, they also have a pretty successful um, graphic novel series mm-hmm. based on the Harry Dresden books. So, but like I said, it was just one of those things where I'm like. He got so much better, and she got so much worse. Yeah. I remember when um, when Tracy was reading the Anita Blake stuff, and she was she complaining about it. Don't say that. That was That's funny, and horrible. you knew it. No, it wasn't. It that was horrible. What's next? Don't. Are you pinning its dick? It's non-existent dick? It's a girl. I was pinning its stomach. Speaking of things with no dick... Oh, Fantastic Four! Right, I like that you made that segue connection. What are you talking about? The thing talking has about the, no dick. Yeah, they didn't give the thing a dick or pants. No, no. They could at least give him pants so we could pretend there's something. He there. literally cannot get his rocks off. <laughs> Had they said that in the movie, would have made a better movie. I'm gonna need you to go on Rotten Tomatoes and post that comment. Bye. Done. Um, Tell me more about this horrible atrocity. Oh my god, Fantastic Four. Okay, I, yeah. I, I want to preface this with that I've been following the, like, Josh Trank thing. Um, who, I like Josh Trank. I, I liked, um, uh, Chronicle. I know it was a wet, sloppy blowjob to Acura, but I still love it, because I love Acura. Are they making a second one? Chronicle? Uh, they're... They've been in talks for Chronicle 2 for a long time. Okay. So I think, uh, what's his name? Because it's Max, what's his name? Now? Max Landis wrote yes. it. Sorry. Um, I like, who I like but I mean, he's a squirrel, so we'll see how that works out. He just needs to be medicated properly. Um, but I, I, I really liked Chronicle. Um, and I had read, I hadn't read some of the reviews, but I, I knew of them um, going into Fantastic Four. I expected this to be like Phantom Menace. Like, well, it's bad, but how bad could this, you know, like, how bad could it be? Pretty bad. It's rough. It's 100 minutes, that's including credits. That's short. And no post-credit, by the way. Oh, I'm not surprised about that. Wasn't it Fox? Uh, yeah, but Fox is post-credit, like in the X-Men movies. I guess so. I would have appreciated an after-credit where it just says, we're sorry. Like, that'd be nice. 
Or just like Pac-Man dying on the screen. No, no, it should, be, it should be a credit that just says we had to hold on to the rights. Yeah, really. Um, Josh Shrink has said that his movie got left on the cutting room floor. You know, every now, director says that when their movie gets a bad review. I don't believe that. I, I don't believe that every director says that. Um, I also I also believe Josh Trank because watching that movie, that horrible, horrible movie, um, there are parts where I'm like, there are parts cut out of this. Like, fight scenes too short, um, character moments not delved into, which... When you when I say that you'll go well maybe they just didn't delve into them I'm like oh no it's like they almost started going what and then cut like you know what I mean like the edits are like something happened after or before that depending on the edit okay. like the editing is so stilted yes that you know that stuff got cut out of that and that's what makes me side with Josh Trank on this um, I'm not gonna hold off until the director's cut to make my judgment. I think this movie's shit. Um, I like that you did see um, Mr. Fantastic use his abilities in a more offensive uh, way. Okay. I like the acting from the from the cast was as good as you're gonna get from something like this. Do you think they like just aren't capable of it or what? I think they were just leashed by corporate overlords. I mean, I don't want to Fantastic Four sucks the things curiously absent rock dick. Yeah, actually, that actually worked in that sentence. Um, I liked, I mean, the visual effects were great. Doom, there are huge gaping holes in his backstory, the plot, what he looks like. I... Dr. Victor Von Doom? And the thing is, like, before... Before Doom, when he's like Victor Von Doom, he's great. He's hilarious. Like it's, I, I loved Victor Von Doom. But when he becomes Doctor Doom, bullshit. The fact that like they were like, oh yeah, your suit like bonded to your body with the negative. Well, they call it Planet Zero, but it's obviously the negative zone. Um, nerd. But uh. That the negative zone energy like like bonded like the the environmental suit to him, so basically like he's wearing like a mask that's his face. Like I'm doing a Bane thing right now, but it's like you it, can't enjoy the negative zone. Oh, I was born there. You merely adopted the negative zone. I was born there. Which <laughs> actually, had they done that, would have been fucking awesome. If they just made Doctor Doom Bane, where like he was just driven insane, and was like. I'm in a Batman movie. Okay, then. Um, Love it. I like when I get, like, pop culture Bane. Like, I automatically slide into slightly uh, uh, Sean Connery. But, uh, no, horrible movie. Please save your $7. Uh, $7? It's more like 9 It was uh, 8 because we paid the same amount for the booze we drank beforehand as the movie. You wish you bought more booze, didn't you? That would be the mistake I made that's coming up later. Your notation now makes sense. Mm-hmm. Told you. Uh, it's like, so I'll know what it means. As you, If you listen to the podcast, you know Doug has been selling pretty hard another period to me for, what, like probably a month now? Maybe more. Uh, well, it's been going on for about seven weeks, so... But uh, I was going to say, I finally renewed my Hulu Plus so I could watch a bunch of the episodes... 
and it's pretty fucking hilarious. Like, I, I'm in. I have to be in the right mood to watch it, but I still fucking love it. I finally got to the beauty contest episode about Pete myself, especially because she basically loses her damn mind trying to win this beauty contest. Beauty pageants are only for babies and cabbages. And then she starts talking shit to that baby, which is weirdly held by a completely covered person in black. Mm-hmm. The same thing with the vegetables. Like, no interaction with them whatsoever, despite the fact that she's holding a baby that's being menaced. Oh, she talks mad shit to that baby. That was easily one of my... I think that and the Ravish episode are probably up on my... I mean, they're only going to be doing, I think, eight or ten episodes. Have you ever hold... It's ten episodes, because I looked it up on IMDb. Have you ever heard this old chestnut? Why is it always your most homely friend that's the one that's most afraid of being ravished? It's, men can't be ravished. Well, yes, but they say that afterwards. When Garfield gets ravished Poor by Garfield. the... By the what? By the cougar. What's going on with Garfield, by the way? I mean, is he on a spectrum, or is he just really naive, or what? I think he's really naive. Okay, I was going to say, because, I mean... No, I don't, I don't think he's on a spectrum. I think he's very happy to have the job he has, and Including he obviously ball wants... Washing. Huh? Including ball washing. Oh, there are so many jokes about... It's my bad time, too. So many jokes about that later on. Um... In the show, not on this show. Okay. Um, they at one point rescind ball washing privileges. Because? Um, it had to do with something about uh, peepers ending up in an iron lung. Uh, um, oh, which was great because he goes, go under my bed and get me my iron lung. And I'm like, really? Iron lung. Under your bed. I also want to talk about... Peepers. Oh my god. You think my name was always Peepers? Peepers. It was Mitch. Which, by the way, he's a Native American. His, what is it, his adopted brother? Or we don't know if they're adopted. Well, he said, the, he said he was adopted in that, that episode that. when... Yeah, he's but he's adopted. part of a Native American tribe, and his brother is uh, Diamond. Lou Diamond Phillips. Young Guns himself. Oh, Young Guns. I now kind of want to watch the Pumba. Want to watch what? La Bamba. I want to watch Young Guns too. Really? It's far superior to the first one. Hmm. Hmm. I don't even remember last time I watched either Young Guns. It's been a while. It's been a while. Okay, sorry. So, Batman Unlimited? I have to bring up my notes on this one. I um, need my notes. Tap, tap, tap. So... Um, Lizzie would like to know why you called him a school marm. Um, because we can't be trusted on our own. <laughs> that, that was at the beginning of the show, remember? It was like, ha-ha, like, we're off the leash. You're texting him. Mm-hmm. All right, so I Sorry. watched the Batman Unlimited I'm movies. I'm going to because we can't be trusted on our own question mark. There's no question mark. Um... Uh, colon, parenthesis, smiley face. No. No, you um, said off the leash. We're going to talk about Jet Li movies again? No, we're not doing Jet Li movies again. Um, so I watched the Batman Limited movies. Yeah. Um, Animal Instincts and, fuck, Monster Mayhem. Okay. Now, when I watched these, I was immediately hit with 
A, this is very stylized. B, does not look like Bruce Tim. Um, Which is too bad. Stylized Bruce, Bruce Tim is like the best. Oh, yeah. yeah right? That's, um, if they ever animate my life, I want stylized Bruce Tim. As well, you should. I'm going to um, black backgrounds with color and it needs to pop. I actually have one of his, he did a pinup for Preacher Ooh. that I've got as a, uh, a background. I'll show you later. Um, but, uh, and it's, it doesn't have the voice cast you usually see from the movies. Uh-huh. Now, I'm sitting here watching the thing going, this seems rather kind of silly. And I like that it was, I, I will say I like that when they say Batman Unlimited, it's like Justice League Unlimited, where okay. you have Green Arrow, Flash. Sorry, I had to grab my charger. Um, you have, you know, all these characters come in. A cavalcade of characters. They indeed. Indeed. Um, on their penny farthings. You, right? like, you love that I taught you that, don't you? Yeah. That, that's, yeah. So anyway, I love that they had like a lot of team-up stuff. I like that there's Nightwing, Red Robin, um, Flash, Green Arrow. I'm trying to think of the one from Monster Madness. Um, but I'm, Frankenstein? I'm no, 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 no. Um, I like that they have like it's always like a whole cadre of villains where it's like I do an, like an animal do. instincts you have um, Man Bat, Penguin, Cheetah, Killer Croc. Cheetah was the one I was trying to think of. Thank you. Um, and in Monster Mayhem you have well you have the Joker but you have um, Silver Banshee, Solomon Grundy, someone else. Sorry, you just reminded me of something when you said Solomon Grundy. You were born on a Monday? No, no, it's it's Reynolds' birthday. I'm going to message him. Yeah, no, I saw that on Facebook. Facebook. Why did Solomon Grundy make you think of that? Because whenever Does I say Solomon... No, too? whenever I say Solomon Grundy, that's what he says, is born on Monday. Oh. Solomon Grundy want pants, pants too. too. He always does look pants. vaguely cold. Huh? Solomon Grundy. What? He always looks vaguely cold. Well, he's a zombie. That's why he wants pants, though. He never wears a shirt. Uh-huh. If he had, like, a nice thermal. Like, you just went to Old Navy once. Like, I'm sure he'd be fine. Solomon Grundy, shopping Old Navy. Why is that not a YouTube thing? Oh, my God, I can see the video right, now. Right, right. With really good elevator music in the background mm-hmm. and absolutely no clerks to help him. And he's like, I just want a thermal. Um, so, my issue with it and I watched them backwards. I watched Monster Mayhem and then Animal Instincts. I watched them kind of backwards. Okay. So I'm watching it, and at one point, Batman gets onto the cyberspace. Like, VR gets onto the Is internet. Is Freakazoid there? No. I would have preferred Freakazoid. There's a giant Batman-themed robotic dinosaur. Yeah. I'm sorry. Is this a Lego movie? We're getting to that. And I'm sitting there going, what the fuck is this shit? Oh, also, I didn't know at the time, because I watched him in reverse order, that at one point in the second movie, before I found out the origin of it in the first movie, Batman has a robotic wolf who turns into a motorcycle. I'm sorry, who wrote these? Butch Lukic, who does really good work on the Batman animated stuff. A, had... I watched them backwards, so I didn't see the origin of the robotic wolf motorcycle thing. Hold on, and you're, it's going to all make sense in a second. 
You guys can't see me eye rolling to my. Oh my god! I'm sure they could hear it when I said robotic wolf motorcycle, and then bat dinosaur. Oh, with a laser gun cannon on it. Um, Because why not? Oh my god! Is his name Wexler? No. Uh, That would have been awesome. Found out through researching Batman Unlimited. Because I'm like, is this going to be a a series? Like, what is what's going on? It's based on the Mattel toy line. Oh, so it's like Secret Wars. Secret Wars 2. Which is which neither, neither a secret nor a war. war. Actually, I would say it's based on the last episode of uh, Brave and the Bold. Oh, the they, one when they, they jumped Bat the shark? Luge. Where they mm-hmm. literally jumped and the shark? And he's like, come on, alpine climbing Batman. Like, I'm going to go get my Bat Luge. Like, yeah. Like, it is so toyetic, it's ridiculous. That makes complete sense. And okay. once I watched it, I went... a little more leeway, then. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, this was not aimed at me as a DC movie. This was aimed at my daughter, who wants unfortunately school. will want the bat dinosaur, but then her dad will buy it and then play with it exclusively. Um, because it's a, that's a launching dinosaur. Why wouldn't I want to play with it? Because that? you told me I should take my arrow and Black Canary Funkos out of the box and make them kiss? Uh, I said make out. That's way more than kissing. You also... You let me the second base. Like I said, you also really want to abscond with my Marceline and my Dr. Funkos. Well, Mini uh, Funko. More than Marceline. The the Dr. one is Mini, so I'm like, meh. Um, but yeah, the one day... One day you will not be looking and the Marceline will be gone. Oh, I already told Brandon we're getting you a Marceline for your birthday. I actually threatened about it on the podcast. I was like, if I don't get that, then no, I, I, we're not I, friends I, so anymore. No, I, I already told Brandon that's what we're doing. Um, Although, frankly, if we, I was going to say, I don't know if we're each getting you a gift. We're going to start doing couples gifts. Oh, you've gotten to that point. Couples gifts. Aww. Yeah, it's called laziness and lack of money. This is from us. Yeah. No, I'll give you that one. Um, it's not a relationship step. It's economical. It's a bit of column A, bit of column B. But I will say that uh, Will Friedel uh, is the voice of Nightwing. Mm-hmm. And he's also the voice of Terry McGinnis. So if you close your eyes... That's actually kind of awesome. A little Batman Beyond action. It's actually a little distracting because... Like, whenever Nightwing talks, I want to pay attention because he's Nightwing, and I will always pay attention to Nightwing. Um, it's because everybody either wants to be or bang Nightwing. Women want him, men want to be him. Yeah, it's um, Nightwing. Uh, actually called him, a, this is a great uh, superhero name, by the way, called him an effortless male. He really is. Mm-hmm. Wow, that should, the effortless male. Right. Sounds like a tavern some of the D&D guys are going to go to. Oh my god, file that name away. It's a gay gay tavern. File that name away. (laughs) The effortless mail. So I wanted very briefly to um, touch on, I started listening to Armada, which is the next book by Ernest Klein. Armada. Oh, sorry. Ready Player One. Twos. And, uh... I don't hate it, but I want to see where this book goes. It also seems like he's just very one-note at this point. It's all fucking video games and 80s references, and yeah, we'll, we'll see. I do like Zork. Well, I mean, I think you were the one that put it to me best, where it is the sophomore slump. You spend your entire uh, entire life writing an album or a book or a movie, and you then spend you... Your fr- you spend your whole life writing your first album. Yeah, like I said. And, and then, then you have the second album. 
Like I said, so it might just be the sophomore. I don't hate it, but I, I, I'm really, I, 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 I'm a little scared. Would you rather it. read that Walking Dead Avengers series I'm reading? You know what's funny is that I actually went to go look and see if they had a copy of Ready Player One when we were at the Barnes and Noble, and all they had was all of the X books, and I just really do not give a shit about them. You know what I'm talking about, Expatriate, and mm, yeah, oh, I, 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 that's I what just, I'm talking about, the Walking Dead Avengers. I just, thing I I'm just, reading. I'm sorry, I. I can't get into it. Oh, that's fine. I'm rereading um, all of Garth Ennis's Hitman right now. Hmm. Well, y'all got my preachers tied up, so. I know. I on. I am on schedule. This is one's on. on this one. Oh, he's bad. So. Because now I am on schedule for reading the preacher. Uh, Sorry, I'm looking up something on Amazon. I just realized. Damn it! It's not out yet. Okay. They haven't made a white canary Funko Pop yet. For me to put next to my black. Really? Bag. No. Well, I mean, Legends of Tomorrow hasn't premiered yet. Is that for Lizzie? What, the white canary? Uh-huh. No, it's for me to put next to the black canary. Racist. Well, much like I have to have the Loki and the Loki with a helmet. Or uh, Deadpool, and don't you have a hamburger head? I do. It's in there. Yeah. It's right there. Which I know is a spawn thing, so nerds don't freak out. Which is funny since you and I were killing Deadpool lines by T.J. Miller at each other last night. No, you were saying T.J. Miller lines. I was doing Deadpool lines from the Red Band. You look like an avocado had sex with an older avocado. Thank you. <laughs> topographical map. Of no, it's Utah. something about like like Freddy Krueger and a topographical map. It's like of Utah. Freddy Krueger fucked a topographical map of Utah. Utah. Which, yeah. by the way, stop it. Sorry. How the fuck did he come up with that? Excuse me, I need to go get a spray bottle so I can spray the fucking cat. Um, remember to spray and neuter your pets. Nah, 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 nah. What's next on the whiteboard so I can just keep talking? Dragon Ball Z. Goddamn right, Dragon Ball Z. The biz, as we called the it biz, off, yes. as we called it off air. Um, so a couple weeks ago, I talked about that I watched um, Battle of the Gods. Yeah. Because uh, I showed you that thing about what you needed to watch to get ready for new Dragon Ball Z. And you're like, fuck, I have to watch this. And so I watched Battle of the Gods. Yeah. Which is awesome. Pretty much it's immediately, fun. actually, yeah. I'm a little, look, I, I think I talked about that. I was a little disappointed that they made, like, the same god level. Like, he literally unlocked god mode. Or I'm like... Achievement mm-hmm. unlocked. I'm like, ah, that's better than GT. As long as they're not fusing, I'm fine. Um, as long okay. as they're not wearing earrings and fusing and dancing, I'm, I'm good. You're okay? Um, the new one is called Resurrection F. Yeah. The F stands for Frieza. Okay. Who was a bad guy in, um, well, the Frieza saga, and then comes back during the Trunks saga as a cyborg, and then future Trunks... Pretty much fucking like Benny Hanna, just fucking Benny Hanna's him. Um, he gets the shrimp in the pocket. He gets the shrimp in the pocket. That's how I got a kid. Um, can I start saying that? Got the shrimp in the pocket. Only if you want to start referring to your genitals as the shrimp. It's. Oh, I almost said it's a little crustacean. That's horrible. Oh. It's like a lobster tail made of skin. Ugh, God. Oh, God. I grossed myself out. Also, you imagine it's fanned. 
You just imagine it's uh, Daryl Hannah's Daryl uh, Hannah's body at the uh, when John Candy puts and her splash. in the water, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh no, I'm doing I'm doing a please stop doing that." Before, yeah, sorry. yeah, no, please. Um, she's oh. like, "But I just wanted to eat the lobster." Um, and talk to it. Remember that? She talks to a lobster. They're gonna eat it. Also, I put Splash on your Netflix list. On your Netflix list. I just wanted to watch it again. As long as it's not Splash Two, sweet Jesus. They made a Splash Two. Uh, yeah, they did. Uh, yeah. And uh, yes, they did. Yeah. Um. So moving on, what are we on? Oh, Dragon Ball Z. Yes. Um. So I watched uh, Resurrection F. Um, Frieza gets wished back through the Dragon Balls. Um, you're giggling because I said balls. No, you said Dragon Balls. And then big I'm swinging of, Dragon Balls. I'm thinking about the desolation of Smaug. Big Dragon Balls. No, um, well, I like that they go, like, we tried to find the planet, the planet Namek to get their Dragon Balls, but we couldn't find it. Well, because Frieza blew it up. Yeah. Um, so they have to go to Earth to, and this is like Frieza's army. Um, they go to Earth, they summon Shenlong, or Shenron Dragon. They uh, wish uh, Frieza resurrected. Shenron, of course, ironically, like, nice try asshole style, it goes, you want to bring Frieza back? Great. Here are all the chunks. They put Frieza in a uh, regeneration tube, which has a awesome like power metal fucking scene. Background. Oh, like it's super. It's like we're going to resurrect Frieza. Like it's fucking so awesome. Super power metal. It's great. Um, Frieza comes back uh, with a hidden talent. Apparently. Is it a bummer? No, it is not a bummer. She's dickless, like the thing. She's thingless. And, uh, so he gets brought back. I keep saying she because it had a very feminine voice on the uh, American dub. Have it being like gender fluid. It's not a big deal. Well, it's an alien, so I mean, who knows? It's like Bemo. It's whatever gender suits it. But how'd she get so pregnant? That's only that episode. I'll tell. I'll tell. Last night, I'll try. Preston came into my bedroom and said, "You want to eat your perfect body? To post a human incarnation of a baby." Poor Bimo. I love that. Anyway, um, yeah, poor Bimo. But I love Bimo Noir. Like I love Bimo Noir. So anyway, so Frieza comes back. Hidden talent, which apparently is becoming a quote-unquote Super Saiyan, because, like, when he charges up, he turns gold. Okay. And he actually makes a reference where he's like, I thought you'd appreciate the color change. And I'm like, right, because Goku beat the shit out of you when he was a Super Saiyan and his hair turned gold. I get it, okay. Um, But it's super fucking epic. Like, it's him and Vegeta. At one point, Vegeta stops the fight between Goku and, and, and Frieza. And Frieza's in, like, Super Frieza mode, and Goku's in uh, God mode, right? Okay. Vegeta actually flies up and starts pummeling Goku, and he's like, nope, it's my turn to fight. Like, they literally start infighting. And then you get into, like, a Vegeta... Does he say it's time? No, he doesn't. Oh. 
which I don't even want to get into with the Fantastic Four, because the first time you hear it's clobbering time, it's stupid. It's so, so, so stupid. Can I tell you a line that Reed says in Fantastic Four real quick? Absolutely. We open this door. It's our job to close it. High plot in one line of dialogue. Way to put a really fine point on that one. Maybe I'm now. amazed they didn't show him going into a door or closing a door during it. I'm possibly rescuing. Oh, and by the way, they totally pulled a uh, an Avengers two at the end of it. I'm to totally derail this because fuck off. Um, that at the very end of Fantastic Four, like remember in Avengers two, um, at the very end where Captain America's like Avengers, and then they cut. Yeah. And you're like, fuck yeah, boner. Like right? What? Because he, you know, was going to say Avengers Assemble. And you're like, fucking nerd boner, right? So, what do they cut off that you don't like? So, Reed's sitting there with the rest of the Fantastic Four, talking, well, we have to think of an name for our team. And they go, we, we, we're a team, we need a name? And they go through, like, the, you know, the jokes of the names. And then finally, uh, the thing, Ben Grimm, goes... You know, like, I never thought, like, you know, like, looking at this new Baxter building, like, this is fantastic. And Reed goes, say that again. He goes, this is, this is fantastic. And Reed goes, guys, I got our team name. It's a fantastic cut. Okay, you know what actually I would call that? I'd call that holding a man of steel. Why? Show Puts that on your chest. What does the S stand for? On my, I was going to say on my planet, it means hope. Well, here it's an S. Maybe we should call you Super and then the, uh, the, uh, overhead fucking, I can't think of what it's called now. Intercom the system. Then the intercom system. The PA kicks in. Yeah. Uh, that was, uh, Chris Milani, right? He's, uh, he's going to be Guardian. Or, there, it's hinted that he becomes Guardian. Who's a, uh, Metropolis hero. He's a human that fights like street crime. Okay. So I was uh, being a nerd right there and uh, started talking about Men of Steel. No, that was, sorry, that was, that was on me. Um, so, hold on, so Dragon Ball, that's how I want to get back to Dragon Ball Z real quick. I actually want to so, talk about the clip we watched of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, oh god, yes. We're going to talk about that. But anyways, uh, but, I, uh, but I do want to say, um, the new uh, movie, Resurrection F, Fucking epic! If you loved the Frieza, the Frieza saga, the Android saga, the Cell saga, like this is right in the wheelhouse. That's pretty awesome. Maybe we should have games. The Cell games. Sorry. And then was, Cell that, makes games. Like I said, I'm sorry that was sloppy. Um, but no, like, I, it's it's old school DBZ, and I'm really digging it. I'm really excited for the new series. Um, I do want to say that I got a bad uh, SRT file, and I'm at sorry, one does that point, mean you have an STD. No. Um, well, no. Um, it it maybe got said that um, Bulma should drink Donkey Ring, which I'm pretty sure is. Well, you and I had this conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's once again you have the. Subtitles translated 
directly a and then retranslated into basically English. Which is why you and I were giggling over the Harry Potter Chinese subtitles. Absolutely. Touch my magic stick. Sorry. Though, admittedly, at Tumba DBZ, they did do the, uh, Nerdist did the let's dub uh, classic movie lines with the dragon, the American Dragon Ball Z, uh, the Funimation uh, actors. And uh, I really liked Krillin as uh, Chris Tucker in Friday. Well, it's because it was just so wrong. Like, nah, it's kind of right. It, like, if you know Krillin, like, you get Goku, huh? gonna get you. <laughs> well, in, in Resurrection F, he shows up with, they call them like god seeds, with their sensu beans. Sensu. Well, it recharges their energy. And at one point, like, Krillin's like, here, Goku, I brought you a bean. And I'm like, it's a mushroom! He's getting him high! Huh? Huh? Speaking of getting high, you, uh, saw, you saw Train Rack. Or do you have more thoughts? Um, oh, that's right. You have Independence I have, Day. I have Independence Day. They dubbed the president's speech at Independence Day with King Kai, which may be one of the greatest things I've ever seen. And now, bear in mind, well, last week, I, had a really bear in mind, last week like, I like, saw a vegan black metal chef. So that's my benchmark. <laughs> that's my watermark on that one. It's vegan black metal? It's pretty badass. Um, but to have King Kai do the Fourth uh, of July Independence Day speech, especially because like, he sounds so well, because like he, he just sounds fat. He is, and no, you I just mean. and you just keep waiting for the character to go. Well, you're no Goku. Like you're literally waiting for the line. Well, you're no Goku, because that's I'll what be he known always as says. Independence Day. You know, I saw that in theaters on it was actually July fifth. Um, but still, standing ovation. Like, I really haven't seen movies that have affected people like that. It was a really good movie. Yeah, they're doing the same Except for, you know, the fact that for some reason they use the same operating system as us. Not Windows 10. Those babies would be fucked if they were aliens. You want to talk about Trainwreck? Those aliens would be like, nah, we're running a fast, we're fine. And then babies would be like, oh shit. Welcome overlords. Do you want to talk about one of my things? No. Do you want to talk about Trainwreck? So I saw Trainwreck. The Amy Schumer written, uh, Judd Apatow directed. Which I actually have been really wanting to see. I just haven't had the time or the money. It's funny. Um, I think we talked about this uh, off air yesterday. It's just nice to have a reverent female league that, you know, sleeps around and drinks and isn't branded as a sleep. Blah, 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 fucking bridesmaids. She doesn't drink or sleep around. She gets all drugged up on the plane. That was because she was... And she totally sleeps around. She's fucking John John Hamm. Just John Hamm. She's got pants Hamm. You're like, okay, it's not sleeping around if his dick is big. Actually... That was the only guy she was sleeping around with, but okay. Are you trying to tell me she's only sleeping with John Cena? No, she makes it a point that she's not just sleeping with John Cena, who, by the way, has the best worst shit talk in that entire movie. Tell me more. Tell me more. All of his shit talk is weirdly homoerotic. Hilarious. Like, it's John Cena going, You know what? You're a fucking asshole. 
And when I see an asshole, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna fucking lick it. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. all of his shit talk. Oh, and that's like the most benign of it. Can you talk about that for a couple minutes so I can go to the ladies? Or Absolutely. Oh, talk about train wreck. So, John Cena was great. Um, Bill Hader was weirdly less than funny. I expect him to be a lot funnier. Did you think he was underwritten or underdirected or? I think that his character was wasn't supposed to be funny because his character was supposed to be boring. And he did it well. How was Big Dick LeBron? Really fucking funny. Like, LeBron was way funnier than I thought he would be. Like, he acted better than Matthew Broderick, who was in it. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, Matthew Broderick. Mm-hmm. What kind of character did he have? He played himself. Okay, that kind of makes sense. Uh, they have an intervention at one point for uh, Bill Hader to break up with uh, Amy Schumer. And Matthew Broderick's there since he works as an agent? Well, it's he was hoping that if the intervention went well that he would look at his hip um, because uh, Bill Hader is a sports doctor. Oh, that's right. He's into sports <laughs> yeah. medicine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, kinesiologist Matthew- is actually what they're called. I've got a friend who does that. I wouldn't... Matthew Broderick have good insurance. He's still married to what's her name, right? Yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker. They have three kids now. God damn. Because they had a little boy and then they had twin girls. Speaking of Sarah Jessica Parker, let's like talk about this real quick. They've released the poster for Hocus Pocus 2. The witch is back. I did not know that. You didn't? I was I, I I saw Hocus Pocus in passing and was never like really like crazy about it. Well, I liked that like Douglas uh, Doug Jones was. Uh, uh, the Is that lead, what I, happens I, when you and Ryan have a kid? What? What? Doug Jones? No, you're a horrible human being. Um, Lizzie, I hope you left that we can listen to this. Um, I'm gonna get no, uh, Doug Jones. You know who Doug Jones is? Come on, like we don't need to explain who Doug Jones is on this podcast, do we? No, I just like picking with you. Um, we played uh, Billy Butcher, the uh, the guy with the mouth sound shot. All right, well, moving on. Um, but they released the uh, the promo picture, uh, promo uh, poster for. Even I really for, should have said Deadpool. All right, continue. For uh, Hocus Pocus two, they're in New York. Yeah. Because why not? Um, but my whole <laughs> Hocus thing was Pocus like, two back to New York. I would have gone with like a wicked joke, like. I'm a real like this is the real wicked like you know what I mean like I would have been calm with like a witch Hocus joke. Pocus two gonna be popular. Hocus Pocus two witches be tripping. Oh damn it that would have been really good. I know that would have been great right. You could do a tie-in with you know Leprechaun four Leprechaun in the hood. Uh, he actually had two in the hood because um, it was four and I believe six. Um, my point being. Did that uh, just happen? When, when we talked about when I brought up uh, Hocus Pocus 2, what is Cassie and Jimmy, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Bette Midler doing right now? Like, well, why didn't this happen sooner? Because no, they're Bette not Midler's doing anything. actually anything. doing a concert series for a really no, long time. No, and she, I think she put out a new album, and I was like, yeah, like you're the most famous one out of them. Like, you're Sarah Jessica Parker's been busy being was, a mom. How old are those kids? They're actually still... I think her son's probably only about seven or eight, and I think their twins are only about five or six. 
Jerry O'Connell's got twins, and he was on Douglas Movies last week. That's one day, as opposed to a movie, which is months. Jerry O'Connell, he said, as an endement, endement, as a argument ender. Well, you know. Also, when Rebecca remains busy making money for them, doing oh wait, nothing. nothing. Her ex is getting DUIs and yogurt commercials. Now he's got that Full House money coming in. Fuller House. Is that what it's called? The new one? Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I know. Those execs took a day off on that one. I just call it Fuller House. You mean like Fear the Walking Dead? Nah, just don't give the thing a dick. Oh. Just make him a big Rocky Ken doll. Nobody can see my. Oh, and he, and he turned into rocks because he couldn't close the door, and the rocks ended up in the teleportation thing, like the fly. Like it was rough. It was a horrible, horrible movie that I will talk about for weeks to come. It's just—it's so sad that Michael Chiklis was so perfect, and he got stuck in a shitty franchise. Like he was great as franchise. Were only two movies, and the second one did suck. I liked the first one. I had no problems with the first one. I really liked Michael Chiklis as the thing. But, like I said, he just... Uh, uh. Which it is was, funny, because you know what I think of every time I think of the Silver Surfer? I think of a Quail Man fucking episode from Doug, where I want to say Skeeter, like, transforms into something like the Silver Surfer, but the reflection's too much, and it ends up, like, killing everyone. He's literally reflective. Yeah. Am I going to have to look up that, that Doug Quayle? No, we don't need to look up anything with that goddamn cartoon. I love that cartoon. Fuck you. You and Patty Manning? You know why you like that cartoon? Because it was adorable. Because your name's not Doug. Oh, you probably took a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. You realize Damn. There's actually a very prevalent fan theory that Doug was actually mentally uh, ill, and that's why he would disappear into Quail Man. Interesting. Also, have you seen that? Did I ever make you watch that YouTube of, like, the Arnold all-grown-up live-action movie? Oh, God, no. Where Helga is, like, it, it's a trailer, but, like, Helga's extremely mentally disturbed and, like, starts stalking them. Well, you've heard the whole thing about uh, the theory about Rugrats. Hmm. Where uh, Angelic, like, all the babies are imaginary. And Angelic is an only child? Mm-hmm. No, never. And that, um... Chucky's mom died in childbirth, which is why the mom's not around. Well, that wouldn't shock me. And that um, the the twins. Phil and Lil. Yeah, that uh, their parents actually had an abortion, which means that Angelica wouldn't have known the sex, which is why they're two of them. A boy and a girl. Philip and Lillian. Mm-hmm. And that uh, Tommy died uh, from like crib death. And that's why the dad is always making toys for the kid he never had. You don't call it crib death anymore. It's SIDS, but still. I don't like that because of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's, it's spelled different. Don't care. Okay, so, last thing. I've been listening to a new audiobook that I just finished called Fangirl, which is actually really, really interesting because the main character is one of a set of twins. Duh. She's not both. 
but she is basically one of she's like the number one fan for a Harry Potter knockoff. I mean, in yeah. in this universe, Harry Potter didn't exist. It's this series. It's the right. Simon Snow series. Sure. The first book, of course, is called Simon Snow and the Mage's Heir. Almost spit did the spit take when I was reading that. Could not stop laughing. She's like the number one fanfic writer, but she's Simon basically Snow and the Dog and Pony. Nice. She's basically writing a fanfic, though, which is a love story between Harry Potter and Draco Malfoy. Probably exists. I'm sure it does. Are you kidding me? Flash fiction? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, but she's, like, the number one fanfic writer. Like, she gets, like, like 35,000 hits for every fucking story she writes. So she's, like, the shit's a great chick. Yes. It's actually a really interesting book. I thought the payoff wasn't a little bit more drawn out because I wanted a little bit more backstory on what happened to the characters after they were done. However, what I wanted to mention about this is I did not realize that the next book that this author is putting out is basically the fanfic she wrote for this novel. Like, it's a Simon Snow book. That should be really good. I mean, way to buy yourself some time. I, it comes out in October. And will it probably be a bestseller? I mean... Yes and no. Like, it's been a pretty popular book. This poor woman, her name is Rainbow Rao. Dude, don't name your fucking kid Rainbow. Dated a girl that her dad almost named her Rainbow. Ugh, no. Her last name was Trout. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Her name, her name was also almost River. Did her dad hate her? I don't want to get into her... Psychosis, it's fine, it's fine. But like I said, no, I... I but the, the way we were together, I would say, yeah. All right, then. A lot of daddy issues. Had to work it out. With my dick. No. No. I'm going to read the book, because like I said, everything that she wrote as part that of... happened. Like I said, of the pieces of the fanfic in this book were really interesting. Thanks for Alfred. Nice. I just, I really wish there had been a lot more development at the end. Like, the characters were interesting, but a bunch of, like I said... And she, she kind of resolved everything, but I wanted more. Does yeah. that make sense? Like, the main character... Nice. The main character, her and her twin sister are going off to college... For the first time, their mom abandoned them when they were about eight, so they've always lived with their dad that's on a spectrum. Like, he, he just sometimes gets way into, into his work and completely loses his thread, yeah. like I said. And she has a lot of social anxiety issues as well, and which is why she's so into the fandom and right. plugged into the fan community. But during the course of the book, like, she starts writing stuff with this writing partner, partner from one of her literature classes, and he ends up basically stealing all of their stuff and saying she's just an editor. And you Oh, get, the big guy's bullshit. Yeah. Like I said, you, you get, like, a little bit of a payoff in that towards the end, but not as much as I wanted. Okay. Like, basically, you know, he ends up getting a little bit of what's coming to him, but not enough. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah. And you don't get enough of a resolve with her relationship reconnecting, you guys can't see me doing the sarcastic air quotes, quotes. with her mother, because her mom is really just a piece of shit. Okay. And it also bothers me that they're twins, and apparently their mother wasn't expecting twins, and she named the girls Cather and Wren. Not Catherine, Wren. Cather and Wren. Fuck you. Okay. Sorry. 
It's, it's, Couldn't think of two names? You had to divide the one name in yeah. half? No, well, their mom is essentially, like, the laziest character ever emotionally. Ah. Like, not, not like that she's badly written, but she's a terrible person. Right, right. Like, right. even in the end, when she tries to talk to her again, even though she really, really doesn't want to, her, their mother doesn't handle anything emotionally heavy at all, ever. Like, she, she can't handle the fact that she had... Like, she left their dad because she couldn't handle being a mom. And she still can't handle the fact that she abandoned her children and can't handle anything heavy emotional-wise that goes on. Like, Isn't it weird? Like you she's can't, so fucking lazy. You can't handle, like, being a mom, but then, like, you can't handle, like, living your Life. kids. Like, yeah. what? Like, that's... No, I mean, she's... she's that's literally a conflict of, uh, not interest, but a conflict of meaning. It is a conflict of meaning, but that's one of the reasons I was I was annoyed the book ended where it ended, because I wanted a little bit more development with their mother, who it, it, later on in the book it's revealed that she's she's remarried to another, like, particularly wealthy guy. And so I'm like, I mean, is she just a trophy wife now, and she doesn't think or do anything? Because I'd like to think she's fucking miserable. Yeah, but fuck her. Pretty much. Okay, we should move on. App of the week. I actually do have an app of the week. I uh, discovered this shopping app, unfortunately, called Wish, where you can get like not Target Run. No. You heard about that? Yeah. yeah. What, what are they trying to do? Skynet. But it's just. Ugh. It's Skynet. Like I said, no, it's an app that sells you like really, really cheap. Goods and it's mostly like clothing and accessories and whatnot. And I'm basically like almost all of them are like from freaking Asia, which is fine if you're okay with like four to six weeks shipping. But I mean, I can get some really cute stuff for like nothing. I've gotten a really nice jacket for like two dollars. Like I said, the app's called Wish. It'll ruin your life. It's pretty awesome. It's made by children who are four to six weeks old. Four to six years old. Is that better? Yeah, they have motor skills. <laughs> <laughs> they have motor skills. Well played, Barnett. Well played. I don't think we have a porn star of the week. Um, you know, I've really been digging um, the casting call videos. Explain. Well, basically, they've. It's all probably not a new genre in porn, but um, it's a genre in porn that is. Uh, the girls doing casting videos. Okay. So it's almost amateur. Yeah. That's interesting. I can see that. Okay. All right. Casting calls. That's our porn story. Or of the casting, week. casting videos, yeah. Yeah. Porn story of the week. Um, red shirts. I don't have any. I don't know if I have any either. New Rick and Morty started airing. I haven't watched it yet. Um, they're going to keep doing 24 without Kiefer Sutherland. Jack Bauer. I heard about that. Uh, apparently they're spinning Aflac. Well, this is not confirmed, but this is the gossip that they're, they're spinning Aflac, well, Batflack, into a new trilogy. I've heard that they, there was a. Like I said, this is, critics, this is all gossip. I heard that there was a actual screening for um, Superman vs. Batman, Batman, and they're so pleased with it. And they've got a standing ovation, and that there's years. a long-term plan for. That he'll become like the Iron Man of the DC cinematic universe. You know, if he does a good job, he does a good job. I don't care how well he does. I'm just sad that Daredevil and Electric couldn't make it work. 
Can we talk about how Gwen Stefani and Gavin Rossdale couldn't make it work? Wait, they divorced? They're divorcing right now. Like, oh it's my fucking God, really? heartbreaking. Yeah, like no. the couple that no one gave a shit about fucking managed to come up with a radar on that one? I always liked them. Like I said, they're... like. They're When's the last time you listened to either No Doubt or Bush? I watched The Voice. I don't know what that means. When Stephanie was a judge on The Voice. Sure. Also, I did like Gavin's guest appearance on Criminal Minds as the crazy vampire musician. Well, of course, he's the idiot that licks his fucking fingers in the goddamn Constantine movie. Oh, your soul. Think you're looking good. All right, we have corrections. Uh, actually, no. Oh, no corrections. No. And yet we still keep coming in second. That's a whole different kind of correction. Anyways, uh, mistakes you made this week. I should have gotten way more drunk. For Fantastic Four. I don't know if that's necessarily a good idea, because I just imagine you drunk screaming at the screen. I will say that um, I should have live-tweeted that movie. I I honestly think that in hindsight, or in foresight, rather, we should do a, uh, what was that, smash cut? Was that, I believe, one of our Smashed. ideas? Smashed. Smashed. Smashed cut? Yeah. That we should do that with that, because the best part of that movie was my friend Gonzo from Shooting the Gap for the entire third act pretty much going You know that just makes me think of the Patton Oswalt bit with him and his brother seeing Jerry Maguire on Christmas Day Hold on, the takes a breath You guys are terrible patrons in the movie Yeah, like he makes the fart airplane noise for pretty much most of the third act but like I said, that just makes me think of the Pat and Oswald, him and his brother, watching Jerry Maguire on Christmas Eve. Oh, fuck you with an oh, fuck you. Yeah. He's like, you make me want to be a better person. No, it's the, we live in different worlds. World. Oh, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> like, I was in the theater with enough people where I'm pretty sure I could have gotten away with just MST3King it. And I'm pretty well, sure that, that Gonzo and I of- did a little bit of that where we kept going like, that was awesome. And then we go, oh, bullshit. Like, I think we randomly did some MST3King, but I'm like, that movie needs... And I'm sure they'll do a riff tracks for it as soon as it comes out. I had had, I'll be perfectly honest... Go to riff tracks, it's awesome. I had three shots of Jameson in me before I saw that movie. Not enough? Nowhere near enough, I still remember watching it. Like I said, I admit years ago I vowed I would never go. I to stared at the thing's crotch just going, What the fuck is his dick? For a hundred minutes. And it's so short. Yeah, because it's not there. I met the hundred minutes, not oh. the thing's dick. The thing's thing. Thank you, Brody. But what the thing's dick is like a dork. He's a little dork. Is it made of orange rock? No, it's not. It's not even there. He's like a goddamn Ken doll. Do we have a social contract or just don't take away the thing's genitals? You know what? Let's do social contract, asshole. So, when you make a movie about a comic character, there's going to be questions about genitals. They're going to be. The Hulk. The Thing. Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. 
awesome. It's fantastic. Or Sea Invisible Star? Girl. Yeah. I'm sorry, woman. She becomes woman when she kills Malice. That's all another story. Said Sue Storm. Sue Storm. Or, like, what happens to, like, Johnny's junk? Like, I assume it's on fire. But does he control his appendages that well? What do you mean? Like, is it hard or is it soft? Or it's on fire. So what you're telling me is our social contract is when you make a comic book movie, think about their genitals. Let's think about their genitals. Because you know what? The internet's going to. We need Brian. Her name is Buffy. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!